And this is episode 61 of the Galactic Dads podcast. Join us today as we wrap up Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. Plus. We'll talk to you about the last episode of Invincible that will be coming to Amazon. We'll do all of that, plus beers of the week, dad jokes, comics, and so much more. So stick around. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. And welcome back, everybody. It's episode 61 of the Galactic Dads podcast. And, of course, we are your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. That can include bits of dad advice for your daddy issues. We'll talk comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and whatever else strikes us is worthy to talk about. So thanks for joining us again. I am B. It feels so good to be back after taking a little break last week to focus on the Patreon-specific episode. Uh, we got to make sure we give rewards to our Patreons. Uh, as much as we love and support them, uh, they support us so much more. So, gotta give them the goods. Uh, you can check all of that good stuff out by going to patreon.com slash galactic dads and see all the options we have there. But we'll tell you more about that later. Uh, right now, I want to tell you guys who's, who's at the table with me. And uh, it feels good uh, because my daughter is here and she's putting on her play makeup. And uh, she looks beautiful, don't you, dear? Do you? Yeah. Uh, I told, <laughs> yeah, she's over there. She'll start talking. Uh, but I'm also joined by, there she is. <laughs> also joined by uh, production Matt. He is here today behind the soundboard. Thank the Lord. How are you, buddy? Uh, pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be back. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, especially since we didn't do the show last week, but also last week wrapped up Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I'm really excited to talk to you about that. Yep. Uh, but first, we better say who else is here. Of course, that's Laser Eric. How you doing? Good. How are we doing? I'm pretty hyped. I'm feeling hyped today. Me too. Me too. Finally got some rest and recovered from that after-hour show we did last week. I'm ready to party. That after-hour show was wild. It was good. Yeah, it was real it was good. a little bad. It was. No, no, you just, you just felt bad. We, uh, yeah. No, no. It's good stuff. And, of course, if you want to listen to it, of course, you can subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, but before we talk about anything else, I do want to ask Matt, how would you feel when you got home after the after-hours? <laughs> I felt, honestly, I felt great when I got home. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I woke up halfway through my sleep where I started stumbling to the bathroom. <laughs> the world spiraled, if you will. <laughs> spiraled is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe it was Her, the, the bonging of the beers. Yeah, That could have been. I felt, been I felt victim to that, too. We, yeah. Yeah. It was a good time, though. It wasn't it was all the fun. Chinese food? No. Did you no. eat Chinese food? I don't know what I, I ate. I think I had McDonald's. <laughs> I don't remember what I, I ate. I don't remember either. But I do remember that was a good time doing the show. I remember the whole show, which is always yes. a good sign. I remember the whole show. I remember going home. I remember everything. I just, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was bad news after I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Well, hang on. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh oh. She's got to, Kinsley's got to show us something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, no, uh, that's okay. Yeah. We'll need to talk hey. about it. We're good. 
So anyway, we also, um, what do we normally, what's the shtick? What do we, oh, well, I'll say hi. Yeah, you can follow us on the social. Sorry, I'm distracted. My kid's over there. Just real pro today. Anyway, the, uh, the kiddo is distracting me from telling you guys that if you're interested in checking us all out, you can see what we're all doing on the socials. Uh, you can follow us, our Acolytic Dads, on the big three. Of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we also have a TikTok that I never post anything to, but we do have it. So maybe I didn't one know you had a TikTok. Yeah, maybe one day we'll we'll start Wait, putting I, stuff on it. I thought like Trump didn't want to Trump ban that app or something. I, what, yeah, what a, they, something I don't that know. was a long time ago. Okay. That's such so, old news. So I could download it and get TikToked in. Yeah. Oh, because I thought I couldn't do that. You could have been TikToking, buddy. I could have been a TikToker. I yeah. mean, if you really want to. I mean, is that what you want? I'm gonna start TikToking. Oh, yeah, Lord. you could do golf <laughs> stuff all day on it. <laughs> There's golf TikTokers. Oh yeah, TikTokers is, is actually is that really, a word? Yeah, I'm okay. talking. I mean, it is now. You God, keep I, saying it. I feel old <laughs> that how I'm asking these questions about some social media thing. I have terrible news for you. We are old. That's how I feel anytime somebody talks about Snapchat. They're like, "Oh, I'm snapping something." I'm like, "No, no, no, no stop." Well, yeah, like, we, like I know how to send a picture to somebody, but like all that other extra gadget gizmo stuff, I'm like lost with. Yeah. Well, on the big ones that we all know, you can find us at Galactic Dads. You can also find Matt on Instagram. He knows how to use that. Yes. Where are you at, buddy? Uh, Instagram. Go, uh, <laughs> it's Jesus Christ. I know. Okay, here we go. <laughs> my brain just shut Who's down there for a second. It was like my turn. No talkie. Oh um, no. GD underscore post underscore production. On Instagram, it's a, a fun page of all the behind the scenes when we record pictures of episodes and stuff we do. The shenanigans we get up to. Yes, did, all the great goofiness. Did we post the beer bonging stuff from last we, episode? Um, we posted a video of us in Jedi Temple That's um, bonging right. a beer, yes. That's right. <laughs> with the Kong koozies, which are very awesome and come in handy. Yeah, if you just feel the need to bong a beer. Decently portable and they're not obvious. Like you can, you know, you can carry around and the cops aren't going to look at you funny. Yep. They might if they get up close, but. Speaking of cops looking at you funny, oh, where yeah. can they find you on the social media? <laughs> so you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Laser83Eric. Um, also on various gaming platforms and things like that of the same name. Um, also, you can find the far more interesting Instagram account of Galactic Dad's BBQ. Mm, um, that yeah. is, and it's actually starting to really seriously gain traction. Thank you guys for giving me pictures to put up. Yeah. Um, but, mm. uh, you get to see all of our outdoor cooking escapades and all of our ridiculousness. And, uh, there's going to be a lot more of those. Too yeah. Coming. There's going to be a lot more. And then as, as the you, weather warms, exactly. I just broke my smoker out the other day. So I'm going to, I'm going to put that to use here. To say you shortly. broke your smoker. You want to go buy a new one? <laughs> well, I, I was talking actually to my wife about buying a second smoker. <laughs> Now that, now we're talking. Seriously, I'm no. dead serious. If no. you need help selling Aaron on that, have her get oh, a hold of me. there's no selling. She was like, oh, yeah, you know, because, like, we can go to Costco and Sam's or whatever and buy all the meat we want and just smoke anything. I mean, I can't wait. Oh, awesome. Well, well at least you've got some smoking in your future. I, yeah, and I want one with the window in the front to where I can actually look through and see. I can watch it as it smokes. Exactly. I can see the smoke come through. And if I get bored, I turn around and watch the grass growing. But actually, also, I was looking at the OK Joe mm -hmm. uh, pit where it's the charcoal, the gas next to each other, but then off to the side, it's the smoker where you can actually throw uh, anything, wood pellets, actual wood, uh, charcoal, whatever you want. I, I'm like, man, that's exactly what I need right there. That's all three in one. I could go an entire show and talk about this. 
but B might fall asleep. So I don't necessarily want to do that. <laughs> I like food, but it has nothing to do with Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we are spiraling towards. That is towards. true. Ain't that the truth? Although somebody in that show got smoked. Yeah, <laughs> it is true, too. That's John Walker. <laughs> He'll let you know. Ugh. But um, before we get there, we will talk about the things that we like to do while we're smoking meats or grilling meats, and that's drinking. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can follow us on a fun app to follow our escapades in the drinking realm. Um, Eric, fill us in on that bad boy. I'll take it. So the untapped app, you can download it on your phone. It's on iPhone, Android, or, or pretty much anything else. Although if you don't have an iPhone or an Android, you probably have a rock, and that's not going to do much for you. <laughs> uh, the untapped app, what you can do with that is you can catalog every beer you drink, and you basically check in, and you can rate the beer. You can write a little review. You can take pictures. You can make friends on the app. You can be friends with us at Galactic Dads. And you can toast your friends. You can share different beers and things like that with your friends. So if you, you earn badges too. Yes, which is fun. I like to earn things while I drink. Yes, the the achievements are are very fun. Like every time you check something, you know, every time you check a beer and you get one or two new badges or something like that. But uh, I think as a show, we have a hundred and twenty five, hundred and thirty unique beer check ins. Oh, should we check in some new beers this week? We should. We most definitely I think, should. I think we should. It's time for Beers of the Week. All right. It is time. It is time for the Beers of the Week. Mm. Dope I, beers. I will let you uh, kick us off there, Eric, because okay. I think yours might be unique. Um, You know, I think it is unique for the show, yes. Um, so I am drinking. It's by Kona Brewing Company in Fort Collins, Colorado. It is the Longboard Island Lager. Mahalo for drinking responsibly on the label. It's 4.6 alcohol by volume, so it's a pretty responsible beer compared to some of the ones that have been brought on the show recently. Uh, Nice light lager. It's an easy drink. That's what I was looking for tonight. I didn't want to go crazy or anything. It's end of month at work, so i got to keep some of my faculties around. I can't show up as a zombie tomorrow. Yeah. You, need, you need some brain cells for the rest of the month. One or two. <laughs> Only one more day. <laughs> one or two. You got this. <laughs> All right, good stuff, good stuff. Matt, what do you, you got? I, I'm doing the Old Faithful. I think everybody Bush. should know that, yeah. Bush, Bush. Light. It's the best. All right, well, I don't have anything uh, exciting either. I just went out to the garage and grabbed what was in there, and I reached for a Natter Days. Those are good, too. Mm, I love the Natter Days. You know there's I, a new flavor of it? Oh, really? What? Yeah, it's like pineapple. Ooh. Huh. Yeah, I know, I but know that's the first. That. That's what I thought when I saw these. So I'm I'll willing, try it. But I'm I don't know. To, like, if there's a tall boy of it, I'm going to give it a shot. Well, you know what? Because I wasn't so sure about that Bud Light Lemonade, and you showed it to me. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. And I drank it. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. That's refreshing. <laughs> yeah. I can drink 12 of these. Yeah, instantly. Like, I, yeah. It's kind of crazy how many beer companies are going in the direction of those really smooth, really light. You know, you've got all the seltzers out there. Everybody, their mom, their cat, and their dog has a uh, seltzer. Yeah, the seltzer world right now um, is going crazy. Yeah, and then I saw another beer while I was at the gas station today. I forget. It was an it was an IPA shandy, which oh. basically what a shandy is is if you took a beer and put a shot of lemonade in it, it would basically be a shandy. That's that's the whole idea. Either that or a shot of orange juice or something like that. So, Ooh, I'd be a bit, I'd be a bit good with the orange juice over the lemonade, I think. Yeah, I, I just found it a little weird to have a, like an IPA or like a hoppy beer, and then they're adding 
lemon, like lemonade to it. I, I don't know. Like, well, it might give a like. See, I don't know. Real hoppy beers, I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. So anything that would kind of deter the taste away. Yeah, it might. Um, it might cut the cut the sting down. of the high yeah. IBU. You maybe. know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. All I know is if we if it was at the gas station, if we wait long enough, Justin will show up with it. So it's fine. It's not a big deal. Gas station IPA on the way. There you go. Intern Justin will bring it. Yep. By the way, we uh, should point out who is not with us today, and that is, of course, intern Justin. Yes. And Jedi John, who apparently uh, the rain keeps him away, or the threat of rain. I'm not sure. He said it was raining. No, it wasn't going to rain. Either way, he's still not here. Um, but that, I don't know. I don't know. But I was at his house over the weekend, and let me tell you, I think it's rainproof. So is his car. So I don't know what the issue is. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're just busting chops. I think it's a, it's a child care thing. He has to do responsible dad stuff, which is cool. Still a little bitter about it. But whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. So those... What? Uh, yeah. Can you really hate the guy for putting his family first? Yeah. <laughs> We're a dad podcast. <laughs> kids. As he takes care of his kids. Yeah. As we all <laughs> neglect our children to record a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, not all. Some. The two responsible the ones that aren't here <laughs> taking care of their kids, and we're abandoning ours to do this. Yeah, pretty sure Justin's <laughs> got his kid soccer tonight, so you know he's also being a, a good person. Which means he's probably sitting on the sideline playing with his phone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I think he's one of those mean, mad dads that like screams at the ref <laughs> and starts trying to like run out on the field. Like, yeah, don't make me come out. No, that's not him at all. Can I you was see about the, to say, dude, I can't wait to be that guy. The ref's like, dude, I don't make enough. Here's the whistle. You do it. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> that would that would be me, dude. Even the coaches are like that. Logan plays flag football, and like, there's two coaches, and like three of the parents just like walk out on the sideline, and they're like coaching the kids. They just show up and they do whatever. Yeah, like nobody's what, telling what them. What are not you? Yeah, I mean, why not? Me and Brandon, our kids aren't obviously in uh, sports yet. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, my daughter goes to gymnastics, so did Kinsley, right? Yes. Yeah, so we never, like, really went out there and, like, helped. We just kind of sat and watched them. Yeah, you sit behind this nice, wonderful glass, and yeah. there's no interaction. <laughs> it's kind of nice. It's cool. I was like, yeah, <laughs> good luck. You wrangle that for an yeah. hour. <laughs> but, like, say if my kid wants to play soccer or something like that in the future, and, like, I, you know, I would be the dad that would just kind of sit back and just kind of try to cheer him on, you know. I wouldn't try to be that one that would – Come on, you gotta you know scream at him like, oh, you gotta chase that ball down. You know, I'm not, I'm not a very vocal person like that when you're in a crowd. I've seen some parents do that type of stuff, and I don't know. What do you think? Would you be that type of dad? Sounds like a daddy issue. So we should just talk Most about definitely. it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, I mean, let's do it. Um, I don't think so. I think I'm the dad that sits there and makes fun of every other like the kids on the other team. Yeah. Like, but I'm not really, I don't know. I might do that to entertain myself because if they're really young, let's be real, it's not the most exciting game to watch anyway. Right. And I don't care what True. sport it is. If it's soccer, baseball, whatever, it's just a bunch of kids standing around in a field or something. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably just going to try and entertain myself. I'm not going to, like, why is it my kid playing, you know, like all that kind of like crazy stuff you see parents do. Like, yeah. that's not me. I'm not that invested in the game. Now, that would change, though, if either Kinsley was really invested in it. Like, if she was hardcore for it, I'd probably mirror her. Yeah. Or if it was, like, 
the expensive kind of sport where we're doing right like weekends at places and and I'm really like happy. Yeah. yeah, if I have to pay for this, I might be a little more invested. Sure. But if it's just like, you know, just a little check and I'm like, cool, this is what I'm doing with my Wednesday for the next couple of months. Yeah. I'm probably just going to hang out, make friends with the other dads. Yeah. It's like I hear these stories like on Rizzuto show or something like that or the news and where parents get in fights at kids' baseball games because they yelled at the ump or the ump took off or said something. I don't know. It's like it's so stupid. It's like you guys are adults. I would you, be so embarrassed. You look at look at the uh like the what kind of role models are you for these kids? Well know? think of what your kid thinks. Yeah. I mean I believe my dad being an absolute maniac over there. Yeah. And I don't even well, care. Who knows? Well, think of it this way. What if that kid actually looks at it and says like Oh, that's when the way his you're dad, supposed to do When it. his dad's being a total, you know, you know what, and the kid's sitting there saying, yeah, my dad's being cool, when in reality, like, no, that kid doesn't need to see that. He, he needs a... Yeah, all the other dads there will go home and talk about you on their podcast. So <laughs> you don't want that. You know, it's, it's funny. My experience with, you know, Logan played soccer for a few sessions, and uh, now he's playing flag football. He's probably going to be playing soccer and football interchangeably for the foreseeable future i don't see a whole lot of really over enthusiastic parents or anything like that it, it you see it a little bit it's nothing too crazy it's not like the south park episode where you got the the dads that are going there just specifically to get in fights and stuff that stuff doesn't really happen or at least i haven't experienced it i think it probably happens more in like brandon said where you got to more invested with your pay and select maybe select like sports. a select team yeah. or something yeah i mean you know when when Logan gets pulled and stuff, sometimes it can frustrate me. It's It doesn't frustrate me because he got pulled because everybody should have some time off the field. You know, but I, I could see where some people might think, man, I'm, I'm paying for this. He should get some play time. Yeah. On the same token, the coach's job is to win games. Mm-hmm. You know, and it doesn't matter if your kids are yeah, six or 16 or what. The coach's job is to win games. The coach's job is to coach the team. You know, this past Sunday, Logan got pulled from his flag football game. He was having a lot of trouble in the position they put him in. Now, my own opinion of where they were playing him that game is irrelevant. Yeah. They had him in the wrong spot, which isn't, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But the coach made a decision. He was trying to, you know, to help the team along, you know, because kids really, you want to see a kid get discouraged, watch their team lose. Oh, sure. They hate it. But, um, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm the kind of dad, like, I'm there, I'm watching. I do my best to pay attention as much as I can. Um, you know, sometimes I, you know, get distracted just like anybody else, especially when Barrett's there. But, yeah, I try to pay as much attention as possible. With with soccer, the way that soccer was set up, I didn't have access to talk to him while he was in the game. You know, football, it's the opposite. Like, when he comes off over to the sideline, he can come right over to me and we can talk. And, I'll t- you know, I'll give him little tips of stuff that I see. Like I say, hey, Logan, I've noticed this guy's cutting inside on you every time. Pay attention to that. Or, you know. I'm giving them little pointers and stuff. Yeah, or it's like, hey, when you're when you're running out and they're getting ready to pass to you, don't stop, you know, don't, don't sit there and stop and, you know, turn around and just stand in one place. Like, mm-hmm. make sure you're on your feet and still moving. And, like, I know how to play football or something because <laughs> I don't. But, you know, it's, it's easy with little kids. Um, but you know beyond that i'm i'm not the guy and most of the parents around that we've been on teams with are not the parents to yell yeah at the coaches or yell at the kids or now in my past life when i was a karate teacher 
you want to see some parents that'll yell at their kids, karate parents might be the worst. And yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. they, isn't like one of the tenets of, like, self-discipline? For the students, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, for the students, yes. For the parents, absolutely not. I, I remember I was coaching one tournament, and my kids were anywhere from six years old to ten, and I had a couple of them, and I was, you know, kind of talking to them before their matches and stuff, and one of the other kids asked me a couple questions. And I'm not mean enough not to answer them because he doesn't go to my school. So I was talking to the kid. The mom comes up behind the kid, smacks him on the back of the head, says, keep your mind on the fight. Runs back up to the bleachers. It's like, you realize your seven-year-old's not winning a sponsorship at a kid's karate tournament. Like, come on, dude. This isn't the karate kid. This isn't, you know, this isn't how it goes. Like, calm down. I just don't want to be that overbearing parent in the crowd. What you'll probably end up being, just because I feel like I know your mentality and I know the way you think pretty well, you'll probably be your kid's biggest fan when she's playing. If she want, yeah, if she wants to play some sports, yeah, man, I, I would love to just cheer her on and just try to give her, you know, try to keep her head up when she loses, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I don't want her to be so discouraged on things and think she can't do something. I well, I try to tell the, her all the time, like you can do anything you want to do. Don't let anybody exactly. ever tell you you can't do something. Well, in the first couple sessions, I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, to interrupt. No, you're you. good. You're um, good. First couple sessions, Logan played soccer. They didn't even score the games. Yeah. Just let them go. Just I mean, you can tell, like, you yeah. can tell when one team's up 15 to nothing. Like, you know <laughs> it, but I mean, they don't. They're playing in one end the whole time. Yeah, they don't rub it in. <laughs> yeah. I know a camp parent I'm going to be. I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> Mom's driving. Let's go. Veta Sports sells beer. <laughs> so I'm not telling you how I know. No, of I course, am telling you of how course I know I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll be invested. But yeah, of course they sell beer. Come on. And especially if it's like outdoors, hot summer day. Yeah, that cooler's in the car, baby. And Veta actually has more than just like two or three brands. They have like a it's bunch like a of full stuff. bar? Oh yeah. They got, yeah, they got like they got golden li- light, bud, bud oh, light. They got bud rail. Slack. They yeah. got everything. You can get liquor there and everything. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Get you a Mai Tai and go out and play <laughs> some soccer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I, you know what I think that's actually there's one other thing uh that I do want to bring up for daddy issues. Um, I asked Matt if he had seen Mortal Kombat yet, and you said no, because why? Uh, well, I've been putting most of my time into a different show. That is not what you said. Well, yes, it is, but because you thought it was in theaters, right? Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. that too. Well, it is, but also simultaneously released on HBO Max, same day. Uh, so was Godzilla versus Kong and a lot of other stuff that's coming out this year, yeah, the same day. On HBO Max. And the thing that uh, I've been really happy about is I've seen two movies that are brand new that should have been in theaters and are. Like, what's that? Actually, Wonder Woman. Yep, 84. Mm-hmm. Saw them all day of. Like, I get to see movies again because I don't have time to go to the movie theater, mm-hmm. but I do have time to watch it on At my home, TV yeah. when the kids go to bed. I've been very excited about that, which is, you know, I miss going to the movies. I think I'm going to go to the theater for Black Widow. Oh, absolutely. I don't think I'm going to wait for that to come on. I think that will be an event for us. Oh, absolutely. Because we've been talking about that movie for almost as long as the show's been on. If every one of WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier could have been in the theaters, I probably would have gone into the theaters and seen those because, I, you know, I'm just... 
if it's it, still it's following the story after Endgame, and I know you know everybody led up to that, so it's it's just so it's cool to me. I think it's, I would love it if they released all of the seasons and like one straight shot. Oh yeah, and then you go watch it in the theater. Yeah, sit there for six hours and watch. Yeah, take an intermission or that, two. That'd be cool. <laughs> I sat through four plus hours with Endgame, no problem. Right. Was it really four plus hours? No. No, it was three and a half. Oh, three forty five. It was close. Yeah, I mean, it was darn close. There were four hours. But it didn't seem like it. Exactly. I mean, it just. I was like, next thing you know, is it's the end of the movie, and four hours later. So I've been very happy though that those things are all streaming day of. Yeah. I'm very excited for tomorrow. Uh, We got some stuff coming out, but there's a movie coming out called No Remorse, or Without Remorse. That's it. Michael B. Jordan. I can't wait for that movie. It looks so violent. I'm sorry. Uh, entertaining. But yeah, violent. <laughs> uh, speaking I, of yeah, I haven't seen any previews for that. Oh, really? Yeah. It's out tomorrow on Amazon. You should watch it. On Amazon Prime? Mm-hmm. For free? Yeah, it's included in Prime. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you're good. You'll watch it this weekend. You'll be like, dude, this movie? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's what? Michael B. Jordan? Mm-hmm. Without remorse. Without remorse. I'll. I have to keep list. that in mind too. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, but there's also a very violent movie, uh, which is called Nobody. And mm-hmm. if Nobody was streaming on HBO Max, I would have seen it already. But it's actually only in theaters at the moment. Or you can do the early access to where you buy it. But that I'm a little I'm like, uh, I can wait. It'll be on Amazon next week or whatever. But that's Bob Odenkirk, uh, Saul from Breaking Bad. Barack oh, okay. He gets his John Wick on. Nice. Yeah, it's, huh. it's cool. So go check out the previews for that. Uh, but that will wrap it for Daddy Issues because we have something really exciting to talk about. We touched on it lightly already. And that is, uh, while we took a little break from the show, Falcon Winter Soldier wrapped up. The final episode came out for the first season and it had some startling revelations and some stuff that you knew you were going to see, but I was surprised that they did it anyway. Uh, just because I was so excited for it. So let's talk about it. What do you guys think? We'll do, like, on the whole, what are your thoughts on the final episode? Go ahead. Well, my Captain America's black. I don't know about anybody else's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like my coffee. Right, right. I loved the last episode. I, I thought it was really good. Um, the The action and everything was good. The 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 way they moved the plot forward and the way they tied up all the loose ends, I was really impressed with. Um, Sam's speech to the uh, to the GRC people, I thought was very oh, moving. Yeah. Um, you know, some people, I, you read the the Twitterverse and stuff like that. You know, some people come across and say it was preachy a little bit. I can't disagree with that, but I don't have a problem with it. Because I don't think the message that was trying to be conveyed was a poor one. I thought it was. I thought it was a very good thing. I love how they took the the red, white, and black comic book material from two thousand three and kind of spliced that in here, you know, with Isaiah Bradley and everything, and how they brought that full circle. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, I was still pretty heavily reading Marvel comics in two thousand three, and I forgot about that 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 limited run until it came up in the show. And uh, I, I was really impressed with how that came around. Um, love what they did with Bucky. Um, I feel like the the only, if I'm going to give a criticism on that, I feel like Bucky 
didn't get as much attention or didn't get as much, what am I looking for? It didn't necessarily get as much as he deserved at the very end, but that might be a pretty thin argument. I mean, they basically showed, hey, he, you know, he, he killed all his demons. He's good. And they finished making amends. Yeah, he finished making amends, and you know, there you go. Um, you know, the the whole um, the whole thing with John Walker coming around and kind of redeeming himself. I was happy to see that because from from what I recall, U.S. Agent isn't like a supervillain or anything. He is not. No, so I I didn't want to see them go in that direction. I didn't want it to become a Sam versus. Uh, John Walker fight or anything. I, th- I think the fact that they were able to keep that from happening, I was I was pretty pleased with how that whole thing ended up. Um, they didn't overdo it with the quote unquote superhero service, you know, you know, with him saving that truck that was getting ready to fall down and everything. They didn't overdo it with all that. I they got, did just I've, enough to make it. I've cool. got some quarrels about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear them. Yeah, now's the time. Come on. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before you get to the quarrels, how'd you feel about the overall wrap-up It was episode? good. It was awesome. Yeah. I I personally thought it was good. Uh, I like that they kept Sam's Captain America outfit real true to the comics. Yeah. Uh, back when Remender wrote the series. And yeah, I kind of thought it was goofy, and I think it just needs to grow on me or something. It might need to grow on you. I was surprised they did it. Like, when he first came out, I was like, what? I was, I was kind of like, oh, come on. Like, I, you know, it, just the headband and everything. Like, the, the suit itself was cool. The wings and everything was badass. But it's like the, the head the headgear with the goggles, I was like, that, that looks so goofy. He looked like he can't even turn his head to the left or the right. He's got to, like, turn his whole body. It's he's like, got, what, what are you doing? He's got Keaton neck syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, I was impressed with how it actually looked. But now that you said he can't turn his head, I'm sorry. You're really, like you're breaking the window for me because now I'm like, wait. Because like when you see him making the speech, he's like shifting his whole body and he's like talking to these people with his whole body. It's like <laughs> <laughs> he's not really turning his head to him. Rather, like I mean, he Batman. is, but you know, it just it's just what I noticed. I'm sorry. Yeah, of course he's. But uh, it was I awesome. I, don't I mean, know. it was it it's was cool. it was completely moving, like you said, Eric. I mean, it was it was inspirational, just like Steve Rogers. I mean, everything right. yep. that Sam Wilson is sounding like sounds exactly like Sam or Steve Rogers, and it sounded like that long before, like in episode what four or five? I forget what episode, but they're, him and Bucky are throwing the shield against the trees, and he started to like preach to Bucky. And I remember texting you guys, I'm like, he's starting to sound a lot like someone else because his mm-hmm. speech was starting to sound so Captain America. Like Steve, exactly. Yeah, you're right. You did text us. I think that was episode seven. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Because then we got the cool training montage of him working out at yeah, his sister's which house. Was, which was freaking yeah, that cool. Was, um, that was so awesome. That was episode five, wasn't it? Yep. Because, yeah, at the end of the episode, he gets the case from Wakanda, which Stephanie cracked me up because she kept yeah, asking. She's like, what's in what's the case? What's in, yeah. Like, it's the suit. Honey. It's Gwen, yeah. it's Gwen my, Paltrow's head. My buddy, shout out to Brian, if you listen, he sent me a text of uh, Brad Pitt from the 20, <laughs> what's in the box? It was hilarious. I started dying laughing. I told at least three people it was Marcellus Wallace's soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Or the diamonds from Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, nope, it was the suit, which, by the way, I thought we had a missed opportunity there uh, for Bucky to troll Sam one last time. Uh, it should have been all black suit, so that way he would have had to be Black Falcon <laughs> <laughs> just to troll him. 
I mean, come on, Black Panther. They make a Black Panther suit. They can make a Black Falcon suit. And he'd be like, ha-ha, thanks, Bucky, and then, like, spray paint the colors on, you know? <laughs> but, no, it's a full-blown uh, patriotic theme. Uh, I thought this suit was cool, like I said. Um, it's been shattered a little bit for me with the Batman neck syndrome. Uh, <laughs> Good job, neck. Matt. You're welcome. <laughs> but Sam looked cool. Uh, Bucky... The only qualms I really had with the show, John Walker redeeming himself a little bit, uh, getting to be the U.S. agent again. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell he kind of came full circle, worked through his stuff. Still killed a guy, but I guess we're all cool with that. Um, and his shield, though. Did you guys enjoy when he threw a shield and it did not come back? And he was like, uh. <laughs> when it didn't come back and when it hit the ground and it was dented all to hell. Like, yeah. it, they made it very obvious in the imagery that that was not the shield. Well, that was also, I mean, it was pretty spot on because they're telling you two things in that scene. One, yeah, bro, that ain't the shield. And two, Captain America, for you, is damaged. You're tarnished. Right. Like, does it, you can't, you're not it, bud. Yeah. That, John, John Walker's forgetful for me in that episode because when I think back to that episode, all I think about is Sam and what he did uh, with the speech and everything and... I kind of forget about John Walker. You know who else is forgetful in this episode? Julie Louis-Dreyfus. That, that oh, Madam Hydra? Yeah. No. Bucky is Bucky. almost forgetful. You oh, can not almost, to me, man. Cause dude, he, he doesn't get enough screen time in this show. He's this not, this yeah, is the Falcon episode, show. Yeah, it's, yeah, I see that too. It kind of it kind of bummed me out. Like I re- You know when you first get to see Bucky in this series and he's having the nightmare that he's a winter soldier again? And he is absolutely going to work on some folks. Mm-hmm. That's the Bucky I want to see. I, I don't want him to be evil, but I want him doing that kind of work. Yeah. And that's the only time he really, truly did that in this show. Mm-hmm. And that I'm with you on that. When I, when I look back at all of the episodes, they're really, you know, they, there's a little bit of Bucky in them. And, you know, he has his purpose for being there. Mm-hmm. But he has character growth and all of that. Like, he gets... A fair amount of development. Um, yeah. Apparently, all that time in Wakanda has really left an effect on him because he's like, what's up, Sam's sister? Sarah, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but I needed more from Bucky in the show. Right. I needed more Winter Soldier, uh, if that's the name in the title. And I, I didn't really get it. I, I wonder if, you know, because there's been talk of, number one, there's been talk of Captain America 4. And there's also mm. been talk of a season two of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I wonder if there are plans in the works or something. I, I hope there is, because I feel like they could do a lot more with Bucky. You know what show I want? I want Bucky and Black Widow to have a show. And they just go do like pretty close to like Black Ops work. Like almost blur the line a little bit. Because right. they're the two that could do it. That's what I want to see. But that's going to be hard because apparently Natasha's dead, so I don't know. <laughs> this is the comic you know, book world that we're talking about, though. I yeah. think I also told you a long time ago that I thought Sharon was the power broker. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. No one was surprised when Sharon yeah. was like, when they're like power broker and she turns around and everybody's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like it yep. was to be expected, honestly, with that one. Uh, but my, my quarrel is when Sam held that bus or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, he the, doesn't have the super serum. He can't. He can't hold a, a bus while his jetpack is holding him up. 
because he, technically he would still have to. I mean, if you put the jetpack underneath the bus, then maybe it'd hold the damn thing up. But I mean, I'm you with can't you there. He hold would be, the bus up. I he, mean, he would be pancaked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Between his jetpack and the bus, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you would see a whole lot more red in yeah. that red, white, and blue. Because Sam would be all over the bus. Because when I saw that scene, my first thought was. I like put my hands down on my side. I was like, no way he took the serum. Like, cause I was upset. I was like, no, right. I didn't want him. Cause he was all like proud. I'm not going to take serum. And then all of a sudden he picks up a bus and I'm like, he took the serum. I had to. And then like, you find out he, well, wait, he didn't take the serum. Oh, wait, how did he pick up a bus? You know, I just like jetpacks. Yeah. Jetpacks. But jet still you would have been crushed between the jetpack and the bus. I had, <laughs> I know exactly what you thought. When I saw that scene, <laughs> I was like, like this is poorly Poorly done. Yeah. It's um, like, I mean, Steve Rogers could hold it because he's a super soldier. Hell, Steve might have been able to catch it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Probably. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't but know. I, but, Sam, but not I just, Sam. I was like, you know, so there was a couple things that kind of got me about the episode. But overall, I mean, there was a lot going on. I mean, there's a, I mean, I feel like we could jump from section to section to section let's in one episode. Let's jump to another section then because now we're in it. Let's talk about it. Some things that did and did not make sense. Mm-hmm. Sam, mm-hmm. Sam catching the bus. I get it. Look cool. You're right. He should have been a smear on the windshield of that bus between his his jetpack. Yeah. And that. Okay. What about why did Sharon hire uh, Batrock the Leaper if she was just going to kill him? That that was another question to me. Is like, wait, you hire like then what was he for? Yeah. yeah. Why was he there? Because <laughs> they had to justify GSP's quote. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I was, I thought it was cool to see Batrock show back up, but I was thinking the same thing at the end. Like, okay, well, yeah, it was cool that he was. Was there, it for insurance? Why? Well, he was there. So, insurance for her, so Sam could fight him, and then exactly and be Cap, right? Yeah. Like that's the like thematically, that's why he's there, right? But when it comes down to like the the technical of how do you get him in this scene, that was weird to me that. Power broker would hire him, but then end up like really having nothing to do with him except for killing him because he's like, "Oh, you're the power broker." Yeah. Well, the price is quadruple now, and yeah. she's like, mm, "Pop." Yeah. Which? Maybe, well, maybe she made would, the decision to kill him right then and there. Like when he decided to change his mind, she was like, "Okay, well then, how about this?" It's possible. Well, too. I do believe that in the moment she was like, "I don't do blackmail," and like shot him. Yeah. But still, why'd she hire him in the first place? There must be some sort of all reason. she's doing is helping Sam and Bucky the entire time anyway. Yeah, and now she's like completely going against all of America. She's going to have all the codes and sell them all back. Oh and, yeah, she's she's working on the underworld. Oh yeah, which and Madripoor. There's always been, um, but, now, like think think of Hydra in the highest levels of U.S. government from Captain America, the Winter Soldier, yeah, and Robert even uh, earlier Redford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's been going on ever since we've had this type of show or movie from Marvel. They're, they're, they're embedded everywhere. Real quick question about Sharon, because you're going to have to jog my memory here. I think they talked about it in The Winter Soldier. Um, but Sharon is, what's her name's? Uh, Peggy. Peggy's niece. niece. Okay. I gotcha. No. And now she's she real bad girl. Yeah. So she's now no longer on the good team. Well, I mean, there's a she's like the anti Nick Fury now, which I'm okay with. I, I, you know what? I want to see a really good 
cunning bad guy that you can root for. Right. And I'll root for her. So if she has to be a bad guy, even though it's Sharon, I'll root. Uh, I'll hope for her to win every time. Unless she takes on Zemo, in which case I'm, <laughs> I need Zemo to win. I like Zemo so much in this show. I think oh, it's yeah. because of that actor is what's making me like Zemo. I didn't like him in Age of Ultron, obviously, but I really like him in this. Yeah, same actor, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, he gets more time to talk, and he's not as brooding. Brooding? brooding. Yeah, he's more fleshed out and more used in, in the, the, in the he's series. He's fun. And the dude exactly. can move. Yeah, when he was dancing. <laughs> you know that's not scripted. It's not? Yeah, the scene where Zemo dances in the club, uh, Dan- <laughs> Daniel Brule, I think is the actor's yeah. name, uh, was doing an interview for it. He goes, yeah, that that particular scene, you know, the music was going, whatever, and we were between takes and whatnot, and I just kind of felt it, so I was just kind of moving with it, and they turned the camera on. <laughs> so he's like, there's actually more to me dancing, and then, of course, Marvel released that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you can check that out on YouTube. It's totally worth watching. You're like, yeah, get it, Zemo. Perfect. Uh, but I, I will root for Zemo all the time. I hope they give him Thunderbolts. I, I hope so too. I think I think that's where they're heading. I hope so. I think that you know. I think that's the main one of the main purposes of bringing his character back around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I think you know. I think that's also why you got Madame Hydra showing up, and she's obviously building her team. Mm-hmm. It's we starting the, it with U.S. Agent. We saw the first step with U.S. Agent, and they did the U.S. Agent uniform justice as well. They did. They did really well with that. I was actually kind of ashamed when I saw the U.S. Agent outfit that I didn't make the connection immediately when they showed him as Captain America mm-hmm. that they essentially just made the U.S. Agent outfit. I didn't catch it right away either. I did not until he walked out. Oh, and he goes, it's the same thing, just yeah. black. <laughs> yes, and that went, oh, my God, the entire time he's been in the U.S. agent costume, mostly, Yeah, mostly, and I never yeah. caught it. I was ashamed of myself. I didn't even know what the U.S. agent looked, you know, even yeah, looked like. It's essentially, you know what Cap looks like in the comics? Didn't he have, like, many different suits? He's, he's got, essentially, he has one iconic suit, and it's got, it's so dumb, because it's got the wings on his head. Oh, yeah, You know yeah, what I'm talking about? yeah. Uh, from the picture of the very first Captain America yes, movie. Yes. yes. And he's got like, yeah. Like, yeah. He's got the star, like normal, and yep. the stripes on the front. Well, U.S. Agent in the comics looks almost exactly like that, except for instead of blue, it's black. Yeah. And across the chest piece is... There's no star either, is there? Mm-mm. It's, a, so. uh, it's like a sideways American flag almost. Yeah. But it, it matches the color scheme that you got on... Ah. In the show so he it's very very much like it but i was like i can't believe i didn't see that when they unveiled him as cap that it was just a different color scheme on the u.s agent outfit yep so they have to do a season two with this because if madam hydra is there and you have u.s agent and bucky and winter soldier it's like and the power broker and the power broker is still alive obviously and it's they left this open for not just two three four you know like they left it open well, for... Yeah, if they, they choose to go that route. Um, I'm yes. firmly of the belief that a- after seeing the, the foundation laid in this show, I'm firmly of the belief that the reason that we have been waiting on Black Widow as long as we have is because they're they going to debut Yelena in Black Widow and they couldn't tip their hand too early. Well, Yelena is 
clearly present in the trailer for Black Widow. Right. But is that her sister? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I didn't know what her name was. Who is a Dark Avenger? Yep. Yeah. It's, so all right, I don't know what that is. The Dark Avenger Dark Avengers is like the same concept as the Thunderbolts. And you also looked when we said Thunderbolts, you were like, What? Yeah. So let's see. I what thought those of Queen too. Thunderbolts of Lightning. <laughs> very, very frightening. It was very frightening. At least you didn't go with Thundercats. Oh. <laughs> anyway. But check it out. So the Thunderbolts were the original essentially they were the masters of evil, right? Bunch of bad guys who when the Heroes Reborn thing was going on in Marvel after Onslaught killed all the non-mutant um, heroes, so like yeah. Thor, Fantastic Four, the Avengers, all that, the world was without heroes for a while, and the Thunderbolts was Baron Zemo going, hey, we could pretend we're superheroes and get away with kind of whatever we want right now. And then went, yeah, let's do that. And it, <laughs> They're very successful. Uh, and then eventually they ended up, you know, some people actually reformed. There were a couple of the characters, like Beetle uh, became Mach 1, and he kind of reformed a bit. Uh, Moonstone and Goliath and a bunch of villains actually turned hero. And, of course, that upset Zemo, so it ended once the normal heroes came back anyway. By the way, their first appearance is in an issue of uh, Hulk, which you can go and pick up right now at Justin's Comics. Oh, look he at has, that. yeah, he has the issue. I was like, Ooh, do I want to grab that? Yeah, because it's probably going to jump in value. Yeah, you know. So he has the first appearance, and he also I has might go the to Justin's f- Comics on Saturday. You should. You they've got go? crazy sales going on this week. What time's he open? Actually, the whole month of May, they've got crazy sales going on. What, what time are you open? He's usually open. He, he gets up at noon. Gets up at noon? <laughs> no, nah, he opens the door at noon. <laughs> You just get up, roll out of bed, and unlock the door. Come on in, guys. He just he just sleeps under the comic <laughs> rack. Yeah. Sleeps he, right under the like, counter. This is awesome. Saves I love on it rent. You know. There you go. <laughs> no, he doesn't sleep there. Uh, he might. I would. But anyway, that's because I'm a huge comic fan. Uh, but anyway, that's where the Thunderbolts debut. And they're kind of setting up all those characters. are slowly being brought in. And I think Marvel has announced them in their latest slate of films that there there's a thunderbolts movie on there yep. i can see it i mean with the you know dc did suicide squad mm-hmm. similar concept not exactly the same obviously but it's pretty yeah yeah it's kind, it's kind of the same it's kind it's kind of the it's the same enough to get the general public to bite true that's true. and that's what they need oh so. Matt, you asked what the Dark Avengers are. Kind of the same concept, except for... Evil. When was... It was at the end of Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Norman Osborn delivers the killing blow to, like, the lead scrawl, the Norman, queen. The goblin? Yeah, Green mm-hmm. Goblin. Green Goblin? Mm-hmm. In the comic books, this is what happens. Uh, William oh, Defoe? Yeah, except yeah, for that it's, it's just Norman Osborn. <laughs> yeah. Right, <laughs> He's but, somewhat of a scientist himself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, very good, yeah. But anyway, for reasons, he gets public support for repelling the scroll invasion, and they give him the keys to the kingdom. He takes over S.H.I.E.L.D., rebrands it as Hammer, and he also recreates the Avengers, but in his own like image. He was the first one to take the Iron Man armor, and turn into Iron Patriot. 
which you kind of saw a bit in Civil Civil War, Captain America um, Civil War. That was Iron Man three, wasn't it? It could have been. Yeah, it was I, Iron I, Man three. I forget where Rhodey was rocking the Iron Patriot armor, but that comes from Captain. Yeah, it was Iron Man three with the uh, fire guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> quickly, let's move on quickly. So Norman Osborn extends an invitation to all the bad guys in the Marvel universe says, I'm running things now. Do you want to be on my dark Avengers? So we ended up with like Matt Gargan with Spider-Man for the dark Avengers. They had, um, Wolverine's son was the dark. Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it was cool for a long time. Uh, and then of course he went nuts. Mm-hmm. Green Goblin persona reared his head. He can't keep it together. Yada, yada, yada. But for a while, they had a really cool Dark Avenger squad. Like Bullseye was yeah. the Dark Hawkeye, which was great because Bullseye's nuts anyway, right? Uh, so it was really cool. And apparently, we might get a Dark Avengers film. Yeah, because Yelena was the Dark Black Widow. That's right. And then didn't they have a Thor clone? They did. Um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah. But they, of course, couldn't control him. Of course. So that went poorly. (laughs) Uh, And at the very end, I think it was, they even had Sentry on that team. Because he was kind of manipulating him until he absolutely lost his stuff. Yeah. Which was also very cool. Um, So it's very comic book kind of accurate in a way. It's all kind of falling together. I'm kind of hoping we get in Norman Osborn in No Way Home. That would be wonderful. And then set him up to take over. That would be cool. That would be wonderful. Especially since there is no Tony to get in his way now. True. So, I mean, that's the fun stuff we could look forward to. How'd you guys like the scene where the helicopter was crashing, but Sam stopped it with his wings and shield? That was the best part of the show. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Remember the scene on the bridge? Oh, where he protect her with the... Yeah, yeah that was... Yeah. The wings... That, oh, that was cool. The wings yeah. wrapped around and the shield was oh, on top. Because he knew he couldn't get out. He's like... He just like shielded him and just... Ah, uh, yeah. Stopped it for the oh, I was helicopter talk, from I, crossing I was talking him. about the part where he, he was in the girl's ear and said, oh, grab and the he, stick on the counter. He went through and... Oh, he went guy. right through the cockpit. Three, two, one. Yeah. And he just takes the... He just took the pilot out. <laughs> and dropped him in the river. <laughs> that that avid stuff looked at me. She's like, what just... I'm like, no, we're rewinding it. It's just because I, I saw it. I want to see it again. Like, that was awesome. I only have one problem with that scene. As soon as he pulls that guy out, the chopper goes into a tailspin, right? Yeah, it would have taken a few seconds. It also would have taken her outside of the goddamn helicopter. She wouldn't have been able to just jump over to the seat and grab the stick. Yeah. C- centrifugal force would have thrown her there. out that's of true. that chopper. That's true. Yeah. Weren't the doors Physics open? Would have or were been. the doors closed? The doors were open. Either way, Sam just flew through it. Those yeah. windows are open at the very least, yeah. and she's going out them because she's not strapped in. Yep. But anyway. Yeah, a lot of inaccuracies. That, that tidbit That's, aside, that and Sam catching a bus, for God's sake. Yeah, that. Uh, aside from those two moments, I was I was all the way in. Uh, I felt really bad for Bucky uh, having to tell his his old Asian buddy that he was actually responsible for killing his son. Yeah. I wish we could have seen more of I the guess, fallout from that. Yeah, I wish we could have too because... Like, I, w- I kind of wanted to see the old man's reaction outside of just, you know. You know what I really thought the old man was going to say? Thank you. I thought he was going to say, I know. Yeah. I really thought he was going to look at Bucky and go, I know. Why? I just, I don't how, know. I, how I had would, that, yeah, I had how that would feeling. 
Or say something profound like it wasn't you. Yes, something to that effect. Yeah. Because otherwise, Bucky's not really making amends. He's just confessing up like, dude, that was that was me. And then now the, the guy, the old man knows it was him, and he's not his friend anymore, obviously. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a bummer, but I'm like I was thinking the whole time, I was like, just make him say, I know. Like, that resolves the whole, like, yeah, Bucky gets would, to be happy. The old man can make his peace with it, which is terrible, but. That would close the loop. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's why I was really hoping for it. But other than that, I'm still um, on the fence about Power Broker, though. I can't wait to see where where they take Sharon. So I hope what they do with her. Did you ever watch Blacklist? Yeah. So I hope that, Matt, did you ever watch Blacklist? Okay, you got a bit of a blank stare. James um, Spader. James Spader's character in that yeah. show, Raymond Reddington, is like this power broker. He's, yeah, he's essentially. He's a concierge of crime is what they call him. I see Sharon as the power broker being that with what they do with her in the MCU, and I am 150% on board with that. I am on board with that. I'm also still uh, of a half mind to think that she's still planted by Fury. Yeah. Like, she's just unbelievably deep cover. But the only thing about that is what we've learned from Marvel so far, especially in the Disney Plus era, is that they tell you everything at face value. It's true. So she might just be like a real bad guy. <laughs> you know? Well, I was saying Wreck-It Ralph, Zangief tells us. Oh, I will say I love the fact that Zemo's old man butler killed the transport. Yes. <laughs> was, I think that was honestly, when I saw that, I that was the only part I of the whole show. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. That was I the cheered only out part, loud. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was the only part of the whole show that I actually went, yes, yes, <laughs> he's back. And when you get to see Zemo's butler again, I was very happy about that. Because remember, I was like, where was he? Yeah, you thought he might have died. I thought he, but he's like, nah, bro, I, I was getting the RPG yeah. out the back. <laughs> I was setting bombs and the I was getting ready trucks. to get rid of all these uh, super. Super soldiers. Super soldier, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Which is terrible because we watched all these freedom fighters whose team we really should have been supporting, right? Yeah. Like, probably. I, ideologically, you agree with them. They weren't the ones killing people like, like she was. They were just like, look, man, like, we have a reason to fight. And then when they all get blown up and turned into a marshmallow bonfire, <laughs> we're all like, yeah. Yeah, we're all excited. And then it's, Zemo sees it on the news and is like, all right, cool. I'm going to go sleep. Yeah, let back. Good. I'm out. Is I would sleep easier knowing that the super soldiers are dead. <laughs> Which you do wonder though, does Zemo have it out for John Walker now? He's fine with Bucky. He told Bucky he has no plans to kill him. And he and Bucky's like, imagine my surprise. I know, right? Or yeah, imagine like, my relief. Imagine my relief. Yeah, because he <laughs> And then and then he like pretends like he's gonna kill Zemo. And Zemo like doesn't care. He's like, give me that sweet release of death, baby. Like, I'm not going to kill myself, but if someone's killing me, I'm not going to fight. And then, uh, yeah, but to to off all the other super soldiers, you're like, man, if he has a problem with people on the serum, does he have a problem with John Walker now? That could be what draws him and the Thunderbolts to fight. It could be. Madam Hydra's Dark Avengers. You think that's how they do it? Zemo forms the Thunderbolts and the Dark Avengers is Madam Hydra's team? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, and there can easily be a Norman Osborn involved in this, mm-hmm. without question, um, especially with No Way Home and you know whatever else they choose to do. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that that's how it's going to shake out. I think, you know, and 
that'll be interesting because it'll basically be two teams of villains going against each other. But you know what that would make an awesome catalyst for? A new team of Avengers forming. Yeah. Yeah. I could go for a dark phase. We go yeah. for like a, a dark, the, the villains have one phase for a minute. A little, yeah, a little bit of dark wouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be different enough from the other stuff that they've done yeah. so far in the MCU that I think it could be really cool. Um, it could allow us the opportunity to see some new characters come to light, mm-hmm. you know, and, and things like that. And then, you know, you could see Fantastic Four could be a catalyst to lighten it back up. Yeah. I see Fantastic Four as being necessary for another, like, cosmic threat, though. Yeah, true, because Galactus and... it's it, Well, I mean, they're cosmically irradiated people anyway. Right, yeah. So, I really... Yeah, I think that's... That and the Eternals are coming, and they're kind of cosmic as well, if you will. So, uh, I'm interested to see that, though. It would be really awesome to go dark for a hot minute and then come back... But what we're also getting in the Disney Plus era especially is um, we're beginning to see the secondary characters who would pop up and form the Young Avengers. Mm -hmm. Uh, First and foremost in WandaVision, you got the twins. The twins, yeah. So you got Speed and Wiccan. Uh, We just saw in Falcon Winter Soldier, we saw Isaiah Bradley. Yes. And his grandson. grandson. Who in Mm -hmm. the comic books is Patriot. Yep. uh, Who, by the way. Probably one of my favorite characters on the Young Avengers. He, like, he's just really cool uh, because he doesn't have powers, but he wants powers, and then he does some some enhancement stuff that you probably shouldn't do, like drugs. Right. Uh, and that takes a toll on him, and then when he finally does the right thing and stops doing that, his powers show up. Like the bit of super soldier <laughs> serum from his grandpa that's in his blood kicks in. Um, yeah. And then we know that in Hawkeye, we get Kate Bishop who is the Hawkeye and the Young Avengers. And we also now have a white Vision, um, Mm -hmm. who isn't the Vision that you got in the Young Avengers, but we do have kind of a pointless, don't really have much to do Vision flowing around. Why not let him run the Young Avengers? Exactly. He's just kind of chilling in the the air right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the... um all the cards are kind of falling into place for that as well. Yeah, they're they're placing them nicely. Yes. Marvel's got big stuff coming, Matt. So we know let it. me ask you a question real quick. WandaVision happened in New Jersey? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And Falcon and Winter Soldier happened after WandaVision? Yep. How many mm-hmm. a year? Four months, five four, months. Uh, yeah. Four months, five months? Four months. So, meanwhile, Vision just be chilling up in the air above New Jersey? Yeah, well, or wherever he would go. Okay, so you're telling me why in, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, all that stuff happened in New York? Yeah. So you're telling me White Vision just sat above New Jersey watching all this crap go down in New York and just decided, I'm just going to sit here and eat my popcorn and watch? Well, he also doesn't have a directive the way the Vision that we know and love did. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't like... He's just like, he's, if the refrigerator became self-aware... Would it go like to the grocery cute? store and fill itself? Yeah, would it? I don't know. You don't <laughs> Maybe, know. Maybe I mean, AI, and also you don't know that AI is a tricky thing. You don't know that, you know, white vision. I just we're just gonna call him Vision from now on because though he is white, like it's just weird. Uh, he's probably not just floating there above Can New I call Jersey. Him albino Vision. Call, <laughs> call him pale, pale viz, pale ale. We'll call him pale. Vis- anyway, can vision. I call him red eye Vision? <laughs> he's blue. Yeah, those are blue eyes. Dude. He's got blue eyes. 
Oh, well, yeah, yeah, he's... Okay, no. We're moving away from that slippery slope of weirdness. Here's the shark. We're jumping. Okay. (laughs) He's probably not floating above New Jersey just waiting. He's probably, I don't know, he's probably flying around studying stuff or something. I don't know. What do androids do when they get bored? Die. Do a electric sheep sheep dream. Does the unit have a soul? (laughs) Apparently Vision did. Yes. But he had the soul gym, and that's how that worked. Mm -hmm. I don't know. My android always died. I always had to keep plugged in i know that's why i got an iphone anyway yeah okay moving on uh yeah you're the only only thing in the group text that's that's, green by the way everybody else is blue. that's okay i'm the only one that knows how to use my phone that's that's why oh yeah is that what you think it is oh yeah he's right i don't know how to use this thing no iphone iphones are great i just prefer android because if i don't like my keyboard i'll just download a new one that's fair all right, so let's move away from Falcon and Winter Soldier because... Uh, you got other TV shows? We do. We got one more that I'm super excited to, to talk about because I love this show. I know you do. <laughs> I love Invincible. I think it's it's probably one of the best casting for voices I've ever seen. The voice casting is incredibly good in that show. It's so good. I mean, J.K. Simmons is Omni-Man. Uh just it's it's like perfect because then you see Omni Man, you're like, yeah, that looks like JJ on Jameson, and then you're like, oh yeah, that's J.K. Simmons, and then he starts talking, you're like, everything feels right in the world. This is good, but the show is incredibly awesome. It's graphic for a cartoon. Yes, uh, I got to see the insides of some of the main characters, <laughs> um, a lot, and then uh, kind of the whole plot is laid out and. The final episode of the season is episode eight, and that drops in just a few hours, so it will be out by the time this podcast is up. And we're about to see, I'm pretty sure Invincible confront his father, Omni-Man, and see, I'm like, I don't want to ruin it. Are you going to watch this show? Uh, Well, I started the second episode, and I don't know, man. It might might not be for me. This is this is almost as disappointing as intern Justin <laughs> telling me he doesn't listen to every episode of the show. <laughs> I don't he, know. He does actually. He's just behind. We're all behind. It's fine. I don't know. It's. I think it's the anime. If they did something like this, if they could do something like this in live action, I'd probably be more into okay, it. Okay, that show's called The Boys, and that's fine. <laughs> that's I why I it. love The Boys. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a great show, but. I don't know. I watched the first, well, the first episode of the Invincible. I was kind of like, all right, well, I'll try to give a second one a shot. And I gave a second one a little bit, and I'm just like, ah. I'm so in. I'm I just, so I don't know if this is for me. I can't wait for the season's final episode uh, tomorrow. I, I want to see everything come to a head. But it's like the end of every episode, though. They also set up for, like, multiple, multiple seasons. of the, mm-hmm. Like, every episode hangs, like, a nice new plot thread. That could go on for a season. And I just really, I, I love it. I love it. I hope they do multiple seasons of this show. And I wish it was like a weekly cartoon instead of just eight episodes. Yeah. I really do. So, uh, Seth Rogen, I need you to get on that. He's one of the executive producers <laughs> to work. of the show. Oh, Seth Rogen is? And Adam Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, well, yep. man, I did not know that. Seth Rogen's actually in it uh, for a moment. He is Alan the Alien. <laughs> he's a, he's also Paul the Alien. That's right. <laughs> Which is still a funny movie. That's a great movie. Hey, you guys. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, Invincible is awesome. I guess nobody wants to talk to me about it on here. So <laughs> whatever. It's messed up. It's a great comic book and uh, awesome show. So definitely check that out on Amazon Prime. I need to get caught up on that. I'm I'm only about I I'm only about three episodes in. So it's good. I love that show. Yeah. So far, I've been really impressed with it. Well. Aside from that, is there any Star Trek news you wanted to talk about so we could finish up the TV movie aspect here? Just a little bit. If you want to cue up the exit music, Matt, I'm ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you run it. Just go so for it. a couple weeks ago uh, was um, what us Star Trek fans call First Contact Day because in the Star Trek canon, that is the uh, that's the day in 2000. God, I'm going to mess this up and I'm going to get beat up by somebody. It's 2063 when Star Trek people know how to fight. I do. So keep your mouth shut. <laughs> He's going to turn his phasers from stun to kill. But uh, anyway, first contact day is, is one of those days where the Star Trek community, you know, they'll celebrate all that and they'll have fun with it. But it's also the opportunity for, you know, the Star Trek properties to announce new things to, you know, things like that. It's Sometimes their May the 4th. Exactly. It's yeah. it's their May the 4th, or Mass Effect has N7 Day on November 7th, which is my son's birthday, too. That's perfect. But anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, you nerd. So, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Nerd, so, nerd. <laughs> so first, this first contact day was, was a really good one. There was a lot of content that was shared. Um, there was a full trailer for Star Trek Discovery Season 4 that was put out. You At this point, the Discovery and her crew are in the 32nd century and you get to see them with the new, you know, the new crew lineup. You know, Michael Burnham's the captain now. They have new uniforms, you know, and everything like that. You get to Sweet. see your first look at that. Uh, looks awesome. Um, Stephanie loves Discovery. Like, she can't stand Star Trek, but she, like, when Discovery's on, she wants to watch it with me. She's watched the whole series with me. High praise. Um, High yeah, praise. so that's, I mean, that's a that's a pretty good uh, endorsement right there. Um for for everybody else at the table, I know Brandon, you were as excited as I was to see this um, discover or not discovery. I'm sorry, Star Trek Lower Decks uh, is greenlit for season three. Yeah, before season two comes out, uh, they did release the teaser for season two, and it looks every bit as good as, as you think season. it would. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a blip in there with Riker saying something about obviously it's a jazz music quote, but it definitely sounds like something else. Um, but it was really funny because the main character's sitting there and he's freaking out because they're in combat and, and Captain Riker's laughing. He's like, this jam session's got too many licks. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's It, it, it just looks like it's going to be right in line with season one, and I can't wait. That show, that show toes the line between good story and stupid hilarious better than any cartoon I've watched in the past 10 years. That's wonderful. That's cool. Um, I, I actually, there was news that came out too uh, about Picard. Yes, that's I saved the best for last. Okay, because this is the one like this caught my attention uh, from back in the days when I was a little kid and I watched the Next Generation. So when I saw this, I was really excited about. Yeah, it. when I when I saw this teaser, I was after it was over, I was hyperventilating in my office, and I think one of my staff had to come in and make <laughs> sure I was okay. Oh God! Um, some carbon monoxide <laughs> leak in here again. <laughs> so the the Picard teaser it starts as a it starts as a as a far shot of Chateau Picard, where now retired Admiral Picard lives 
and is living out his final days in his chateau. Exactly. They, um, you know, the camera pans in, goes into his, um, into his study, which his study is much more decked out in season two than it was in season one. Um, the budget's increased. Right. Mm. But some of the things that are in this room is the large, the oversized portrait of the enterprise D from, uh, from the next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a broken tablet from an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I I, I don't remember the We can't help name. you. But, I know. Right, we believe you. But it, it's a it's a religious it's a Bajoran religious tablet. Um, ah. that it's broken and it's sitting there, but it had significance in a couple of episodes of Deep Space Nine and in the way that that series ended. Um, but the last thing that it pans out to, there's a whole bunch more in the study, but I don't want to put you guys to sleep. Uh, <laughs> the last thing they pan to in the study is they pan to a poker hand. No, no, let them finish. Let them finish. Sorry. Get to the good, <laughs> we get to the good part of production. Sorry. Matt is over here. How many interns are we going to have by the end of next week? Anyway. <laughs> no, so there's a, um. There's a poker hand sitting on a uh, sitting on a playing table, and it starts to fade into dust, rather Thanos esque. Mm. And the top card is a queen, queen. I think it's a queen of diamonds, and the card fades away, and all that's left is the Q. Yeah. Okay, that's exciting because it's teasing that Q is going to return. Yeah. Q is this like Q is a an omnipotent non-corporeal basically non-corporeal being of you know time doesn't matter to him mm-hmm. distance space nothing he he's omnipotent he can do whatever he wants he snaps his fingers and in the very first episode of the next generation like, like a teleporter type uh, no like, like everything a, like, like everything he's like uh the fifth dimensional imp from superman mr mixer spit like okay do what now? like you know what i'm talking about he's like mixy Yes, 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 yes. Um, so I'm Matt's lost. like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, but in, anyway, I'll show you the episode of Superman me cartoon in. you can watch. <laughs> but no, uh, so Q is a character that is he very, a villain or good? <clears throat> that depends on how you look at yeah, it. He's kind of above good or bad. He's, he's a John Walker. No, it, no. So he's just more interested in Picard. Like for some reason, he finds Picard very interesting. All right, so that's an, exactly it. So Picard an, is is like a study for him. So here's another silly question, mm-hmm. Picard. I don't know who that character is. Who is that? Oh, that's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, gotcha. That's him. okay. Yeah, he's that's, Captain Picard. That's ah. Sir Patrick Stewart's character in um, now in Star Trek in or, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yes. Now is he who Captain uh, Kirk who? Uh, Oh, what's his name? The old guy from Star Trek. The guy who the guy who overacts really hard, Kirk. Yeah, Captain talking about the original. What's William his name? Shatner. William Shatner. Yeah, yeah. yeah Shatty that's boy. William Shatner. Those are are they all are those two guys like on the same team? Yeah, <laughs> no. well, they're not, not on exactly. the same ship, but they do exist within the same kind of universe. Okay, like, so they're the same army, basically. I guess you'd say. yeah, same side. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. They're, okay, they're both part of Starfleet. Yes. Oh, okay. so, so uh, they're called Starfleet. At I the end know. of the trailer, it fades to just the Q, and you hear John Delancey, who is the actor for Q, that says the trial never ends. And what that's alluding to is the first episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. 
Q puts the crew of the Enterprise on trial, claiming that the human race is too savage and too barbaric to exist in the interstellar community with other species. And Q's whole purpose in the show, he always would randomly show up and he'd either terrorize people, like he made them play out a Robin Hood like you know, story yeah. in one episode, which is really hilarious because you got, you know, Worf out there, you know, screaming, I'm not a merry man. It's really funny, but, you know, there he, <laughs> keeps, he keeps coming in and out throughout, and he's been in the other series as well, but Q is just an awesome character because mm. he he toes the line between toying with the crew and toying with Picard especially yeah. um, to trying to help them from time to time. Um, Q is the one who caused the Enterprise to first encounter the Borg. Yes. So, um, and resistance and it, is futile. His way of doing it was not in a matter of like I want to destroy these people. His way of doing it was to say you're not ready for what you're trying to find. You're looking for something that's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's there's quotes out there. John Delancey's on record saying. Uh, get the blue flag ready, Matt. He's on, <laughs> he's on the record saying, Q's going to annoy the Language. Shit out of Picard this whole season. And <laughs> that's, I'm really looking forward to seeing how a older Q interacts with a 80 plus year old Captain Picard, who is very much not the same person that was the captain of the Enterprise. Yeah. There's a much older, you know, need you know has to rely on other people to help him much more than he ever did before it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and you know i was the guy up until about three weeks ago i was the guy that said you know picard probably should have ended after one season i disagree with myself now i I think season two is going to be really cool taking it back huh yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to it um i'm going to have a lot of fun with that i you know i'm probably going to be the only one on the show that watches it but I'm definitely looking forward to checking That's fair. it out. You and probably will. It. It's okay though. That's all right. I'll, it's all right. I'll, I'll 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 give you snippets if they're funny. So <laughs> That's good. Well, the problem is I don't have Paramount Plus. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you have HBO Max? Yes. You do. Have you? Well, you know why I got HBO. Oh, Max. Well, that's right. That's right. But have you seen? Uh, we talked about it. Yeah. You haven't. You didn't finish it yet. Um, Chernobyl. No, no, I haven't even started yet. We talked uh, about that yesterday. Yeah. yeah I yeah. thought you said you were a few episodes in. No, no. I was, because um, I finished episodes for something else, and I don't remember what it was now. But that conversation, I was in the middle of. Do it, yeah. But um, no, that's a good show. You should start that one. I uh, I told Lee about it. And she was like, oh, okay. So like, we it, might start it watching gives, it. it. Basically, so it, it's, it was basically the anniversary, April 26th, recently, in 1986. Oh, I know the year and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm uh, familiar it, with the incident at yeah. Chernobyl. It happened uh, the night of April 25th, early morning at 1.30, uh, April 26th. The explosion happened. And um, it's very surreal when you see what these people did, just not knowing. And oh, you know what? What they ran into, not knowing. and the. Let me Let me walk into it blind. Because okay. I think he'll be better. So you do you know anything about the story of Chernobyl? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know it's a power. You basically just know it was a power plant that ex, the reactor exploded. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I'm familiar that it melted down caused a huge problem. Well, it didn't melt down. Well, it did melt after it exploded. 
So they explain it. It's awesome. They tell you more. Yeah. I look forward to watching it, though. Yeah. Um, It makes me think of Three Mile Island. Yes, but that came close. That didn't That didn't actually happen. And then uh, that, and we were just talking about from Fuku- the massive Fukushima. tsunami. Yeah, the Fukushima reactor incident. That's just awful. Yes. And yep. there's some awesome, awesome robotic documentaries of what they did, the robots they sent into Fukushima. Mm-hmm. And the it's awesome. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called, like, Fukushima Robots uh, something. But it's basically the story of these robots that they had to make so many of them to go in and actually, like, fix things and see things and, and see what was going on. And they actually had this one, they called it the snake, a little snake robot that went in through pipes and went into the reactor core. And it lasted for, like, f- like five minutes or something like that before the cameras finally went dead because of, there was so much so radiation. much radiation inside the core. It's really, really wild, man. Man, I have so many questions, but that now is not the time. Yeah. I, so I, I basically, those two, those two, those Chernobyl show. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime too, is and it? it's on HBO Max. Yeah. And I was gonna say I thought that was an HBO show. If you want to watch about the Fukushima robots, that's on Amazon Prime too. Just type that in; it'll see, come up. See, this is how I think we end up with real life Gundams. Mm-hmm. Gundams, Gundam is like an anime. It's like giant mech suits that fight. So oh, like uh, the um, Pacific uh, Ring exactly, of Fire. Yes. like yeah. Pacific Gaijus and stuff yes. like yes. that. Yeah. Gundam is freaking awesome. Gundam is awesome, and I think this is how we get real Gundams. They send in those robots to the reactors, yeah, and then the radiate. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're about to see a real life well, problem in Chernobyl. They sh- they they show what happens to someone, yeah, with radiation that's uh. literally just blasted with radiation. There's one scene where they have. These these workers, they look from the roof wait, of whoa, the whoa, building. Whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't ruin this. This is gonna okay. be a powerful scene. No, it is. Yeah, I don't yeah, don't tell me. Well, it's what happens after right, that. Right. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna I just wanna go into this completely blind. Yeah, and it me- it also makes me count my lucky stars on the American flag that I do not live in Russia. Dude, <clears throat> you know how many nuclear power plants I feel are all around so us? So sorry for the people who live in Russia. Yeah, there's one like at least in the 80s, just I mean, I don't down know the highway. Yeah, yeah, you know Callaway. Cl- yeah, I got a lot of buddies that work at Callaway. Really? Oh yeah, they're not are, the they're golf the- place. No, it's called Callaway Nuclear Power Plant. It's it, yeah, it's. I'm like fascinated by it. terrified, but fascinated. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I got a lot of buddies in my trade, a lot of fitters that work out there. Well, that that have worked out there. I don't know if they're currently working there, but. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, yeah, what, 100 miles away from us? Yeah, it's not it's, far. No, if that thing goes. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we, we're evacuating. <laughs> so we've got that over there, and then we've got the nuclear waste landfill that's on fire. Yeah, uh, not and too Bridgeton. terribly far that's from like, us. That's like 15 minutes away from us. <laughs> that's like five minutes from my office. <laughs> yeah, you're from, right, it is. From where we are. Right up Limburg. <laughs> oh, yeah. From where we are right now, you'll get about 40 minutes driving. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. I can get there in 30, but uh, I don't want to go that way. But it's not far. Yeah, we're all going to be down. That's uh, the landfill we're talking about for everybody who's not St. Louis local is uh, featured in the Atomic Homefront. Is it really? Yep, yep that's it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that's the landfill they're talking about. And that's the one that we are blessed to live by. <laughs> they, backed, they backed up 18-wheeler trucks. I know that. They actually backed the trailers up and parked them in a ginormous pit that they dug out. And then they buried the trucks and trailers. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, that yeah. seemed like a good idea. Yeah. In, in the in the middle of basically the city. What they <laughs> yeah. should have done was go ahead and just strapped them all to massive rockets <laughs> and shot them in space because that seems like a great way to make a dirty bomb. I mean, there's enough radiation from the sun out there. You know, I mean, what's it going to hurt, right? Well, that's just hoping that the shuttle doesn't explode while you're launching it out there. But if it works, you're good to go. But don't put people on the shuttle. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you now have radioactive waste. I know, right? You want to strap massive rocket fuel bombs to it? Sure. This sounds like a better and better idea every second. Sounds like the best redneck 4th of July ever. Oh, my God. You know what? You might be right. <laughs> Yeehaw, buddy. We're going to solve a problem. Yeet, yeet. Oh, my. Gas has gone up. We can't afford it. All right. So Lumber's too expensive. Let's move on because we're spiraling. And this part of the show is becoming radioactive. Yeah, we've talked about TV shows. What about movies? Well, for movies, I was really excited. I watched Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I need to watch that now. I'm going to watch it tonight because now that I know this one. Dude, don't let the first seven minutes turn you off to it. Seven minutes? Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you why. Because it's subtitled in those first seven minutes. But then it becomes like normal language after that. But in the first seven minutes, you get to see the story of Scorpion. Oh, cool. And Sub-Zero. Aha. Uh-huh. Like and, the two best ones from Mortal Kombat, I feel like. And you get to see why they are not fans of each other at all. At all. So, and it's really oh, cool. Oh, I'm so excited. I because Scorpion this. speaks uh, Let me ask you this, only, only Japanese, and Sub-Zero speaks Chinese. Oh. So they, like, can't even understand each other. <laughs> so... Is it better than the 90s Mortal Kombat? I mean, it depends. Well, I saw that was 1995. And when I saw that, I was nine. And I was like, this is yeah, cool. Yeah. This is better, but it, uh, to be fair. Technology-wise, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of the stuff looks cooler. But also the story's a tad bit better. Like, it but was cool in 95 is, for 95. You know? This is cheesy. Like, it's it a is. Mortal Kombat movie. And for reasons, knowing that it's Mortal Kombat, they kept it that way. Yeah. Because it's over the top. It's gory. It's Some of the stuff's just ridiculous. There's one-liners. It's like like you even said on one of the previous casts. You're like, we don't watch Mortal Kombat for the uh, well, plot. Yeah, we we're talking about that in the Patreon fatalities. episode. Is anybody, anybody who's going to sit here and say, oh, well, the plot of Mortal Kombat really inspires me. Like, no, it <laughs> He's doesn't. Right. You're it an doesn't. idiot. No, you're watching it because you want to see people rip each other's heads off and throw them into pit of spikes and <laughs> turn them into babies or whatever the heck you're doing. I'm inspired because I want to build a slingshot thing with my arm that shoots a harp and right. pulls people back at. <laughs> do, do you know how they do the fatalities, the brutalities? There's the mm-hmm. ones they did where they turn into animals called the bestialities, yeah. which come oh, on, whoa! <laughs> but they Should've actually done that. They pull off. <laughs> they pull off a bestiality. And it and it looks Legally? so cool. Yeah, there's no donkey and an unfortunate lady. Um, it's just uh, it's, it's a jack. Language. Do it two mouths. It's a oh my god. <laughs> but anyway, they pull off one of those scenes, and it looks cool. That's awesome. I and you're just like, this. dude. What? How long is the movie? It's hour and a half, maybe. Like mm. it's it's normal like movie not, length. Okay, but it's not like super long. And not end game long. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Nobody would make it through it if it was ending. Not Justice League long. To your point, Brandon, the 90s one was what it needed to be. Because, yeah, you know, think about the 90s movies like Street Fighter. was so cheesy I could dip a chip in it. Oh, my I God. I loved Street Fighter. Oh, dude, I did, too. Was that John claude I loved it when yes. I was 11. Yes. Dude, that was a, 
oh man, that was such a cool movie when I was 10. Do you want to laugh? Do you want to laugh really hard? I talk about this all the time from Screen Junkies. They do the Honest Trailers. Mm Mm-hmm. Go watch the honest trailer for Street Fighter. It will completely change how you feel about Guile. (laughs) Guile? (laughs) John Claude Van Damme's character. You're like, wait a minute. Oh, that's his name in the movie? I forgot. I didn't even know know his name. I just remember him being in it. Dude, he starts, oh my God. Some of the stuff they do for it. I know that they did an honest trailer for Mortal Kombat, the 195 as well. So wait, now I'm confusing movies. What's the one where he like gets blinded in the crowd and he's like, "That's Bloodsport." Oh yeah, and nobody that, talks bad about Bloodsport, dude. That's but right. That Bloodsport was, Blood was awesome. Bloodsport was such a Bloodsport's yeah. the one where the dude is sitting there kicking his shin against the concrete yes. post. No, right? that's Kickboxer. That Bloodsport. Okay, okay, okay. Now we're on weird John Clown. Now Van the Dan movie film. segment is officially 80s martial arts movies and I'm going to take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> well, because whoever could do that with their shins needed to be in the UFC this past weekend. Oh, oh let's not talk about, about that. Oh, my God. Oh. The, dude, the kick to the shin where it breaks isn't the part where no, it hurts. It's, it's no. where it goes to step Stand back on, on the leg. Yeah. Oh, God. So, um, oh. not to get too off topic, but it was made official today. Poirier McGregor number three is happening. Oh, it is happening? Yes, it oh, is. see, I've been following that. that. I didn't yeah. see that. It is, okay, it is cool. officially going to happen. Well, see, I feel Connor's like, going down. I feel like this is a normal transition. You go from Mortal Kombat I, yeah, to this. To this. No, that, yeah. that makes sense. And I like Connor. I do. He, I'm a I, fan of Connor. I love Connor McGregor. I, well, I but do. But I think his proper time, number 12. Oh, yeah. He doesn't own it anymore. He sold his rights. Good Made like just so much profit. It was awesome. Yeah. I, I think his time is has come uh-huh. at this point. Like, I, I think. I don't expect him to win. Yeah, no. Um, he's more of a Floyd Mayweather type to me at this point, which yeah. Floyd... Well, wait a minute. Yeah, Floyd's never lost a fight, though. Well, undisputed. I mean, well, I mean... Floyd's also never knocked anybody out that I'm aware of. I could be wrong on that. Somebody fact-checked me, but I every time... I think he has... Ha- yeah, he's got knockouts, I believe. Every time I've watched Floyd fight, all he does is basically dance around and run away from people. He doesn't He tires the opponent out and yeah. takes him out at the end. But you know what Floyd, and to, back to my point, what Floyd does is he cashes checks. Yeah, oh yeah. And that's what Conor McGregor, I think he is at the point now where he is going to make his cake every time he steps in the ring and he mm-hmm. doesn't have to give a rat's anything about if he wins or loses. Yeah. Except for he's going to want to win. Oh, yeah. Well, of course he's, he's going to want to win. He's going to want to. You don't fight if you don't want to win, but he also uh, doesn't have to really be too upset if l- he let loses. Me, let me go ahead and help you out with that one. Who is it, Logan Paul? Jake Paul. Oh, he's going to get his ass whooped by the, Mayweather. The guy he just fought, <laughs> I could be that guy. Oh, you're talking about Jake Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake yeah. Paul just beat up that random so, homeless yeah. dude. That no, Ben okay. Askren actually is a world-class wrestler. He's got, like, multiple championship titles as wrestling, but he is not... I mean, he's been in the MA. He's the quickest knockout. By, Masvidal has the quickest knockout in the UFC history because the bell rung in the first round, and Ben Askren went to take him down at the feet, and he Caught gave him knee. a flying knee and knocked him clean out at the basically like a second in or something. Look, man, what I'm telling you is this. But Ben Askren... I would be the dude who 100% just got off the couch, does not look in shape, yeah. knows I'm not going to win this fight. But he's going to cash in a million dollar a million dollar check. I would do it. That's exactly what Ben it. did. If For a million bucks, I'd let somebody knock me out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're good. What and, am I landing on matters to me. But other than that, wake me up. I'm now, taking the kids to Disney World. Now, to fast forward here to, I, when, I think it's in June, when Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight, I Logan Paul, I, I don't, 
It will be the first time in Mayweather my life I've rooted toy. for Floyd Mayweather. May, to, Mayweather is going to toy with his ass. You know I that. I can't stand Floyd Mayweather. I don't like him. I hate Floyd Mayweather myself, too. I actually have to root for him. I respect him as a boxer. I mean, honestly, because he, he is good. I just hate his personality it's like, about it's, it. But It's like Brady and the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a Patriots. It's or like Jonathan real... Taze and the Blackhawks. I mean, I respect Taze, but I hate... Language. Do it, T-Mouth. Blackhawks. Now, see, you almost win episode. It's okay. You were doing good. Too. I, was, <laughs> I was. I mean, an hour. All, and all a half. we had to do was bring up the Blackhawks. <laughs> I know, right? Man. All right. Anyway, okay. So it's by the way, Mortal Kombat is worth watching. It's very entertaining, and you are wearing a blue. I keep the note by yeah. my heart. That's right, baby. Good for you. <laughs> Go Blues. Anyway, you think they're gonna clinch? God, I hope so. Let's uh, not get into this. Let's be keep, well, yeah, let's I'm just keep. trying to see if I can ruin your evening. I, yeah, tonight. no. <laughs> let's not. Let's not do this. All right, so let's move it on. He's already clinching, thinking about it. We'll talk real quick about quick video game news. I know Eric has a few points, and while he does that, I'll get the toys uh, stuff pulled up real quick. Nice. Well, as much as I would have loved, so, you know, Brandon, you and I were talking earlier about being at Jedi John's place the other night at the Jedi Temple, and I got to watch some of you guys play Warzone, and it looked really interesting to me. So uh, the next morning I got up, and I started my Xbox, and I started downloading Warzone, and... um, that was Sunday. Today's Thursday. I figure by about next Tuesday I'll be able to play it. So that's cool. Looking forward to that. <laughs> You're doing this on the one, right? The Xbox One? No, it's the Series X. What in the world's taking so long? It's 280 gig of bull crap. It's just a lot of stuff. It's not really taking that long. It's downloaded, dude. I just haven't had time this week. But I will be playing it. And I will give you my honest reaction as somebody who hates Battle Royale games but does enjoy himself some Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. We will have some fun with that. Um, what I really, I, I wanted to kind of use this as a bit of a primer for something that I, I think the um, I think the gaming landscape is heading this way, and it's cloud gaming. Yes. Um, I think everything is, is kind of going into this direction you're going to see more and more subscription-based services that are going to allow you a library of games, like Game Pass for the Mm -hmm. Xbox. Mm -hmm. PlayStation has PlayStation Now. Um, New one just popped up uh, from Amazon Web Services called Luna, a cloud gaming platform. Um, I'm I'm curious about this one because it's got Amazon backing it, and Amazon's got more money than anything. Yeah. so I signed up for it, and I was offered early access to it, which is pretty sweet. Um, I got my invite yesterday. I uh, kind of started the process. With Luna, you can you can either use an Xbox controller or a PlayStation co- controller that's Bluetooth-enabled, mm-hmm. uh, which most of the newer Xbox One controllers are, the Series X controller, blah, blah, blah. Um, or Amazon does sell a controller, which you can currently get for $49.99 if you're invited to early access. Normally it's sixty nine. So I'm comparing this to the Stadia. When Google came out with the Stadia, I think their their main package is like one hundred and thirty nine. So you're coming in at a little bit lower entry point. Um, it is a subscription style, so you pay. You get a couple of different options. Um, Amazon's is five ninety nine a month, which is cheap. Yeah, uh, real cheap. Or you can go through Ubisoft Plus which is Ubisoft's platform, and you get the Ubisoft catalog plus the Amazon Luna catalog, <laughs> then it's $14.99. Um, 
you know, I'm looking at it. I think Ubisoft Plus is going to end up on Game Pass before I think so. You know, the end of the summer, honestly. So I'm not really concerned with that. Um, I was looking at the Luna's. Um, the the Luna's requirements are pretty. Um, I mean, they're pretty reasonable. Um, it'll allow 4K streaming on two devices once 4K is available, which I'm I'm liking that because then. Logan can play and I can play and we're not going to get in each other's way. I kind of dig that. There we go. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. There's no limits on play time or anything. You can play on a PC, a Mac, a Fire TV. Um, I think a Fire Stick will even work. Web apps on the iPhone, iPad, or Android devices. Uh, so I can sit in my office and play video games if I want. I'm not going to because I never have time for that, but it'd be a cool idea. Yeah, it's nice to think that maybe you could. Exactly, cool. exactly. It's a would be nice and for 5.99 a month I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. I am going to go ahead and pick up the Luna controller cuz I don't think 50 bucks is a bad barrier of entry. It's really not. I mean, yeah. even to pick up any controller, it's going to be more than 50 bucks. We're talking Xbox or PS5, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, those $60 for the basic one. Yeah, I think the Xbox Series X controller for the regular is 79. If you've got the Elite, it's 200. Um you know, now I'm looking at the Luna, the list of games that are currently available on the Luna, and there are some good ones on here. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is on here, Justin. Um, <laughs> that was okay. Yeah, it was all right. It was cool. Um, Castlevania Anniversary Collection, that's pretty cool. Uh, Far Cry 6, FIFA 21. Um, Grid is, a, is kind of a cool racing uh, type game. Immortals Phoenix Rising had, had a lot of really good reviews. I'm kind of interested in that game. Resident Evil 7. Um, I'm just kind of going through the list here. we got a lot of games that I probably would never actually touch, but there are some that I think would be worth playing. Watch Dogs Legion's on there. 13 is on there. 13's awesome. Uh, Yuka Laylee and Yuka Laylee Impossible Lair are both on there. Uh, those are fun little goofball games. Um, like I said, I just got the early access invite yesterday and ordered my controller, so I don't really know a whole lot about what's going on. Um, what I'm looking at this as is how does it compare to what Game Pass Ultimate offers and just how flexible is it with your ability to play? Like, can I, you know, if, if I'm out somewhere and I decide to play a game for a half an hour, can I take my progress, go back home, get on the PC? You know, Oh, that'd be, yeah. Or if I'm on multiple PCs, like if I'm on my laptop playing something, then I pop in, you know, it, let's say I'm not going to do this, but let's say I did. I pop into work and I pull it up on my work computer. Can I transfer yeah, my save data? He's definitely doing this at work, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it while we're open, I promise. But, uh, you know, it, it, that kind of stuff, it's interesting to me, and I'm really interested to see how this changes the gaming landscape. Yeah, I, you're right, though. I think that's the way everything's going to eventually go anyway, subscription style. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see this. That, and you're right, Amazon's got money to throw behind everything. Uh, so this could just work. Well, they period. have the biggest, you know, whether you like it or not, they have the biggest game streaming platform in Twitch of anything in the industry. That's true. You know, and, and that is still thriving. Let me ask you something about video gaming. As a video gaming uh, marketer, how do you market to somebody who, like me, who plays video games but hardly ever? Like, I mean, if you looked up on your Xbox and you looked at my name, when was the last time I said Matt Albers or whatever hasn't been on in, what, 30 days or something? Like, how do you market to somebody that, you know, all these streaming services are 
shoving games and games and games and games and games down your throat like crazy. It's just like, here, play this game, play this game, play this game, play this game. And it's just, it's like, holy crap, I'm paying all this money for so many games. And, and I don't, you know, I barely have enough time to sit and whatever, but it's like, so how would you market to somebody like me? I like GTA. I like golf. Matt, you're probably Shadow not gonna, Mordor, like, you know, you're probably not going to love my answer here, but I'm going to tell you the truth. They're not marketing to you. They're marketing to your child. Yep. Yeah. But because I mean, your child is going to sell it all to you. Yeah. You, you could sit here and you could say, yeah, but, but I, I, I trust don't, me. I don't, I don't think there'll be gaming streaming services. And I mean, there'll be like TV like we have, but I don't think I'll be buying like Xbox gaming streaming mm-hmm. services. And it's like not, that. this kind of stuff isn't for everybody. What's the thing that Xbox has right now that you guys talked about? Game Pass Ultimate. Game Pass, it's yeah, the, like, the monthly subscription where you get the whole catalog. You can download all the games mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, my cousin uh, Dave Snicklefritz, he's mm-hmm. he's actually talked to me about getting it back in a while, a long time ago when it first came out. And I was just like, see, a guy like me, though, that doesn't play as often as other people, it's like it just it's not worth the money for me. But here's where the subscription model pays off for the companies that offer it. It's just like a gym membership. How many people do you know that get a gym well, membership yeah. and then they forget to cancel it and they pay for it for six years? Yeah, well, I'm not okay. trying to fight for them companies. I'm trying to fight for my pocket. I understand <laughs> that. I respect that. But I what it. I'm telling you is that a video game company is not going to market to you because you're not, in the, you're not involved in it anyway. Yeah, to answer where they're gonna get you but is they're is. gonna get your kids. Yeah, it's still business though. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so but, they know where their entry point is, and that's where they're gonna get you. Yeah, and your question was, how do they market to me? Do you the remember? Is they don't. Do you remember thirty years ago when we we're all sitting around the TV watching that's Saturday why I don't morning know cartoons so much about video games? Because I, well, I mean, you're the guy who goes and golfs in real life. Exactly. Yeah, but I do enjoy playing two K twenty one. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And I and it's just you know every time I do that I I get this burning feeling in the back of my neck and I turn around it's just Aaron looking at me so it's like well, she I, hates it when I play video games so yeah that, I mean that's just built in uh, that's <laughs> every man endures that I mean, there are probably women it's hard to get that. away with uh, going down and playing for a couple hours you know I mean I mean really you're a built-in client already they don't have to market to you or me because they've already got us. We'll go get the games we want. Yeah, that's pretty they much. Don't, yeah. They don't have to really like. They're getting so many other millions of people to subscribe. They're not worried about people like me. I get so that. Is, what I'm just saying, it's like, do you think in a way, I guess my question should have been, do you think in a way they would ever in the future try to? Because they're such greedy companies in a way. Why wouldn't they try to get extra business that's there? There are, there are games and there are things that are out there that are specifically marketed to people that are more in the casual aspect like you. Like, do you I, really need an NHL game every year? Hell no. no. Do you really need a golf game every year? Hell no. No. However, they come out with them every year, and guess what but they you do need every a new year? GTA update every they six sell months. Millions and millions of copies <laughs> right. every time. Madden sells millions of copies every year, and all they do and is plaster a different he, face on the cover. And I feel like that's also a problem in society, just wanting something new. I got to get the newest thing. I got to get the newest thing. The newest oh. iPhone 12, the newest Jordan Air Force Ones, the newest Yeezys coming out. They, they, everybody's got to get the newest, the newest, the newest. They've always got to be the first. They've always, You know what I mean? That's just a problem of society. And companies feed into that. And that's well, yeah. why they keep continuously putting stuff out new and new and new and new because they know society is just 
all crazy about, hey, look at this social media post that I have something newer than you. And that's, that, you know, it's, that's kind of where they make their money, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's their job. Yep. It's the consumerist. Yes. You don't, but also, speaking of consumerism, which is probably not great, but I'm going to feed into it because Hasbro has the new Marvel Legends toys, mm-hmm. which normally I'm mowing John's grass here a little bit, but that's fine because he will cover toys for us, but he's not here this week. And I was excited about these. So Hasbro showed off their new, um, it's like the Build-A-Figure collection, the Marvel Legends, Hasbro's Marvel Legend ones. Uh, And this particular series has all of the Disney Plus Marvel TV show characters. Mm -hmm. It's got Wanda and her cool Scarlet Witch outfit. It's got, what did we decide to call him, White Vision? (laughs) Yeah. Which, by the way, you came and pre-ordered him now. He's already sold out. He's already sold out. But they have Sam as Captain America. They've got Bucky. They even have Loki. And they have U.S. Agent. Yes, in the actual U.S. Agent in attire. In the black uniform, yep. And the Build-A-Figure that comes with it isn't actually a figure. It's Sam's wings for his Captain America outfit. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's awesome. It looks cool. So this might be the first time I really go after a Marvel Legends series. Because I normally just let, like toys come and go to me. I'm, I'm not that excited about it. Uh, but so if you guys really like the the Marvel Disney Plus series, check out these figures. You could go have your own little war with these characters. I saw the uh, the Sam Captain America Funko Pop, yeah. and I, I immediately showed it to Steph. And and Steph has has a little fun. It's like you don't need to be buying Funko Pops. Don't do that. Uh, she saw that one. She's like, you can get that one if you can find it. Like, you can get that it's one. Very cool looking. Um. But, oh, also Hasbro uh, Hasbro Pulse announced that they have some fun announcements coming out on May the 4th. Perfect. Obviously for the Star Wars line. Perfect. Uh, and I look forward to hearing John tell us about that because I'm sure he already knows, mm-hmm. even though they haven't announced it oh, yet. Oh, he'll probably have them all pre-ordered by the time yeah. we record next. He's like, what? I have them all already. Do you find it? Eleven ninety nine. Boom. Go ahead, put that. Buy it for you? Yeah, go ahead, put that in the <laughs> cart, Eric. I'll buy it. Is that on Amazon? Yeah, eleven ninety nine. Yeah. It's an Amazon choice. Oh, this item will be released on October first, twenty twenty. Pre order now. I'm not waiting that long. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, why is it? Why are they waiting? Obviously, they've got already made. I don't estimated know. delivery date October fifth. October. <laughs> I'll forget about it by then. All right. So that's going to cover it for toy news, and we're going to move on now uh, to comics. But you know what? Really, uh, for comics, just Berserker number two came out. Uh, which is, of course, the comic book that is written by Keanu Reeves. Uh, this time in this issue, we get to find out where his character comes from, which is pretty cool. Uh, still real big. You know what? Just go read it. I'll talk to you about it next time because uh, the book I want to talk about this week is Batman the Detective, uh, number one, that is written by Tom Taylor with art by Andy Kubert and colors by Brad Anderson. Uh, I don't think we need another Batman book. At least I didn't. Uh, he's he's just everywhere. But this book is awesome. Batman goes to jolly old London and just really puts in work. Uh, you can see Batman be vulnerable and plotting and all the things that you love about Batman and then realize he's still human. Uh, so definitely go pick that book up. If you want to know more about the book, you can check it out on galacticdads.com. I post a review for it, so go check that out. Otherwise, I think it's time for dad jokes, guys. Are you ready? 
I will be. Yeah. Let's do this. Matt, you want to come out of the gate hot? <laughs> you still got it? You want me to say it? Yes. <laughs> well, the nurse at the sperm bank asked me if I'd like to masturbate in a cup. Or in the cup. I said, I just ruined this joke. I just you I did. totally just ruined it. I'm going to start, start it over. over. Start over. Rewind. The nurse at the sperm bank asked me if I'd like to masturbate in the cup. I said, well, I'm pretty good, but I don't think I'm ready f- to compete just yet. <laughs> so my wife says that we should split up because I keep pretending to, that I'm a detective. I told her it was a good idea. We can cover a little more ground that way. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Someone called me lazy today. I almost replied. <laughs> You know, Eric, my wife told me I was immature. I just told her to get out of my pillow fort. <laughs> Someone was throwing Stephen King books at everyone. I wondered why they were doing that. Then it hit me. <laughs> Somebody I work with told me that they were concerned that I was carrying around quite a bit of emotional baggage. I wonder who the genius was who decided to call it that and not a grief case. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You know, if a woman says she'll be ready in 15 minutes, she will be. No need to remind her every half hour. For your safety, I would not. <laughs> you know, technically speaking, Moses was the first man to download files from the cloud using a tablet. Oh, I got that one. I understood, I understood that, understood reference. that reference. <laughs> a man walks into a bar with a newt on his shoulder. Bartender says, that's an interesting pet. What's his name? Well, Tiny, man replies. What an odd name. Why do you call him Tiny? Because he's minute. <laughs> I like it. I like that. That's good. He's minute. I like that. He's minute. Hey, initially I didn't believe that my chiropractor was any good. But here I stand corrected. <laughs> I asked my wife... Because I said, I, you know, I, really, I realize everybody's a little fed up with my dad jokes, so how can I stop my addiction? She said, whatever means necessary. And I said, no, it doesn't. <laughs> what do you guys call an ugly dinosaur? An eyesore. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready for the ender? There's a new game called Silent Tennis. It's like regular tennis, but without the racket. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was good. That was good. good. That was good. That was good. We had some good ones in there. I mean, I don't know if they're ready to compete, but. (laughs) Tough competition. Yeah. Would it be a stiff competition? Oh, a little early on that one. Get it. Come on, quit jerking me around. (laughs) All right, there we go. That's better. That's That's good. Good. Now he's on it. All right, guys, that will wind us down on the show today. However, I promised to talk about earlier, and we talk about on every episode, we had to thank our Patreon supporters. Uh, Big, big shout out to Keith Jefferson. He's the OG supporter. Uh, Huge nerd, self-described, and a galactic dad in his own right. Uh, We appreciate Keith. He came out of the gate day one on the Patreon as a producer-level supporter. Uh, So he definitely earns the group applause that is coming a little later. But we also want to say a special thank you to Special K. By the way, I love Special K. (laughs) I really do. 
Like yeah. I, I know we like because we hung out with him again some more. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my golf invite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he golfs because he he just beats Jedi John mercilessly at golf. I, I keep right? hearing like that's about the this. deal. Uh, but he uh, he's a great guy. He um, kind of I was talking to him about uh, technical stuff. Oh, okay. While we were at yeah. Jedi at the Jedi Temple over the weekend, and it's just always fun to talk to Special K, uh, and he always has ideas and stuff too. Uh, which it's just fun to talk to him about. But he and Jai John are working on something uh, that's pretty cool that we'll be able to announce pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So keep your ears peeled for that. Uh, we also have to thank Rob Ryan uh, because, well, he's Rob Ryan. How can you not thank Rob Ryan? You have to thank Rob Ryan. I just love saying that the name. The legend for some himself. Reason. The How man, the myth. The Mr. Rob Ryan. Mr. Rick, I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rick. Who? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, it's fantastic. All jokes. All jokes. All jokes. Uh, but it's always a pleasure uh, to see Rob Ryan. And, uh, you know, the man's always up for a little table gaming, if you're ready. Or bowling. Uh, big, big shout out, by the way, to Rob Ryan. He actually just got his condo. Yeah, congratulations. So, making big life moves. Uh, we really support you, buddy, and thank you for your support. And then most recently, our most recent I Love You 3000 level member is Joe Peresident. Of course, he is a member of the Comic Shop Couch, Comic Shop Couch Podcast. <laughs> I don't know why that was hard to say. Uh, he's also part of the Gang is Con uh, that I'm a part of. We all met up at C2E2. Drink. Drink it. We mentioned it. <laughs> hey, I don't have a beer. Someone want to grab me a beer real quick? <laughs> hey, there you go. My God. Want a longboard? Yeah, I'll take a longboard. I haven't had one of those in forever. Uh, but we love his support and really appreciate it. And then last but not least, we have TK. Oh, hang on. Let me take a drink. Nice. That's good stuff. Yeah. Love a little island lager. It's always good. Anyway, but TK31788 of the 501st, uh, he is our Galactic Dads fact checker, self-appointed, but much appreciated. By the way, you've got some work to do. Fact check Eric from earlier, buddy. Uh, also, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a great part of the show. He's always coming up with content ideas with me. He's really fun to talk to, uh, and I love anytime we can get him out of the house at a con to buy a sword and get in trouble when he goes home. Yeah, with we it. need to have sword fights. Yeah, you guys are going to have like... <laughs> A real sword fight. It's he's going to win. His is the sharpest. <laughs> his was. His was a bona fide weapon. Uh, like the other ones, I'm like, these are just really big paperweights. Like some of them are pointy. His is like a freaking sharp broadsword. Yeah. Mine's as sharp as a marble, and his is like a freaking razor knife. I'm yeah. Like, what I was heck? shaving with his. <laughs> no kidding. Whether you liked it or not. Yeah. Well, he uh. kept swinging it close to me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, but anyway, it was it's massive. massive. <laughs> it is. Just go ahead. It. Enjoy the joke. Enjoy the joke. Uh, we enjoy that joke almost as much as we appreciate all of our Patreon supporters. You guys, we couldn't do the show without you, and we love your level of support uh, and hope to keep bringing you more of our After Hours podcasts and other things. So here is your applause. Just dangling, kept swinging right by me. All right. <laughs> anyway, that is it for this episode, guys. Floats in the breeze. So, as we finish these beers and say cheers, we thank all of you for listening. 
Please remember to like, rate, or review, and definitely share the show no matter what platform you're listening to us on. Uh, we really appreciate it. And check us out on patreon.com slash galacticdads for bonus episode exclusive only to the Patreon subscribers and much more exciting content. Plus, you get to get your hands on some sweet Galactic Dads merch. We're talking hoodies, t-shirts, uh, cool stuff. Sign, the signed lithograph. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the stickers, the exclusive sticker, and the very exclusive high-level I Love You 3000 all-black Galactic Dads hat. Nice. So definitely check that out. That's the only spot you can get it. Uh, but listen, guys, till next episode, we thank you for listening and keep on doing the dad thing. <laughs>